Welcome to the Park Podcast, sharing tips, advice and general guidance surrounding the working world. Welcome to the Park Podcast. I'm Tony Bracken. I'm Gemma Marshall. And today we are talking about a career in fun. So as you know, in this series of podcasts, we're inviting selections of experts in their field to discuss their careers. So this week we are delighted to welcome Chris Marshall. And Chris is here to discuss his career in funds. He is the MD of Fund Administrator Langham Hall, Fellow of ACCA and Chartered Tax Advisor, and he has been instrumental in the growth of Langham Hall. Uh, Extensive experience in the financial services sector in Jersey, and today he's going to share with us some of his experience. Welcome, Chris. Welcome. Hi, Hi, Gemma. Hi, Tony. (laughs) Nice to be here. So, I mean, let's kick off. Why did you start a career in financial services? Well, um, I went off to university and did my uh, degree, came back to Jersey and uh, like a lot of people decided to uh, venture into finance. Um, Started with accounting and audit, which I did for a few years, Uh, moved into company and trust administration and uh, gained my tax qualification while doing that. And then in 2005, I was offered a role in funds and I've never looked back. I've been in funds ever since. And why? What's kept you in funds? Um, I think uh, the variety of the role. Uh, it's fast-paced. Mm. It's high energy. Uh, mm. There's quite a bit of pressure, which um, suits me. Um, there's uh, no two days are the same. Um, and I think of all of the different areas that I'd tried, um, it was definitely the most exciting. Really? Um, so, um, I, you know, I learned a lot from yeah. 2005 onwards, but stayed in funds ever since then. And what a time. I mean, obviously, you've seen the funds industry grow massively. I mean, it's it's booming, isn't it? Yes. Um, I think uh, of the 13,500 jobs in Jersey, about 2,000 are connected to funds um, now, which is higher um, higher than it was. Um, the alternative sector, which is real estate, private equity, mm-hmm. um, hedge, debt, uh, infrastructure, that's becoming a larger um, piece of institutional capital allocation. Um, so, um, you know, a lot of that flows through uh, finance centres like Jersey. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's, it's an industry that's grown and grown. And as an example, when you joined the fund sector, uh, and, and even when you joined Langham Hall, what sort of size are we talking about? What, what's what's been the growth that you've actually seen in, in the business you're in? So um, all of the offices of Langham Hall grew from one person, um, and uh, all of the growth is organic, which means that we've uh, grown each office ourselves. So for the first six months um, in 2010, when I set the office up, it was just me. Mm. Um, and then we started to grow the business um, with new clients and new mandates and uh, started to hire from there. And um, today we're around 110 now in Jersey. Wow. Yeah, what a difference, yeah. Um, and what what is it you've enjoyed most about that, do you think, Chris? Um, I, For me, uh, I get a lot of enjoyment from actually growing a business and mm. to, to, to build a business um, has been a, a huge uh, driver of mine. Um, I love to see people achieve their goals and their career milestones. So we put a lot of time and energy into um, career development mm. and career development plans, mm. uh, promotion uh, criteria, etc. So that's really exciting for me. And obviously the relationships with the clients yeah. as well. Um, we've, we're have able now to attract some of the biggest names in the funds um, industry in the world um, mm. through our reputation. So working with high-profile clients, doing high-profile transactions and deals is really exciting. Yeah. Great. And what do you think's next for the funds industry? Um, it, possibly not that much that exciting but i think there's going to be more focus on uh tax transparency um there's going to be more focus on um yeah controls um Mm. operations um 
and um, things like um, you know the, the industry's changed quite a lot since I started in 2005. There's lots of um, additional reporting that sure. we need to do to yeah. the tax yeah. authorities, so things like FATCA and CRS yeah. and country-by-country country reporting and um, all of those initiatives tend to stem from um, uh, you know some country or politician somewhere that um, that's challenging the role that Jersey plays in the financial markets. Sure. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think there'll be uh, more on that. Um, so more risk and compliance jobs for us. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I was going to say, we can echo that, can't we, with the jobs wow. that we're seeing, uh, yeah, Tony? Yeah, but I guess also from an operational perspective, more investment in the the technology and, and the uh, the processes that you've got. And I guess that that's must be a massive area for you to keep your eyes on and... Yeah, definitely. And getting that technology to talk to each other, whether yeah. it's a HR platform or a, um, a calls, and, calls and distributions platform um, mm. or you know administration platform, that's that's exciting. Yeah. Um, I think two other points is that the Jersey and Guernsey have lost a lot of work to Luxembourg in the last decade, and I think that's starting to turn back in our favour. So okay. um, I think that's quite exciting for yeah. the Channel Islands. Mm. Um, and uh, Jersey in particular plays a uh, large role in the... Um, investment into the UK real estate market. And if you look across the EU, uh, London still is the place where um, high net worths and institutional um, investors want to invest in property. Mm. Um, and a lot of that comes through the Channel Islands okay. in fund structures or JPUT structures. So um, I think as, they, as that market bounces back, we'll see um, quite a lot of that in the Channel Islands. And, and so, you know, if, if I was from the outside looking in, you know, and I'm looking at opportunities within financial services, what do you think a career in funds particularly can, can offer someone? Um, I think there's a number of different areas you could um, look at. And I would suggest if you were considering a career in funds to, um, you know, to explore accounting, to explore mm. administration, mm. compliance operations and, and the various support departments that there are, because quite honestly, the skills needed for each role are quite different. Mm. So um, I think funds is quite varied. Um, there's lots of um, lots of different uh, roles. I mean, my background was numbers. I was quite good at numbers yeah. in school, so I naturally went into accounting and from there. Um, and that that was how I started. Um, but a lot of people um, aren't good with numbers, perhaps, mm. and um, they prefer the administration side, which is uh, perhaps more writing and sure. correspondence and communication, etc. So, um, I, I, you know, I'd look at each of those different areas and see where your skills lie and which you think would be you'd be better suited to mm. but I, and i guess you know from the size of, of, of langham hall now if somebody comes in at that trainee level i guess they've got the opportunity to you know see where their skills are see where their passions are and yeah. and, and that's right and we've we've had several um you know many examples of um staff at a variety of levels that have requested a transfer a role um, okay. to a different department because it's something they want to explore or, or develop their area um, you know their skills in so we can definitely do that mm. and you can tailor that person's learning can you in terms of professional qualifications so yep. they can pick for example ACCA or absolutely ICSA. so yeah we've got a, a, a you know long list and we we're generally not that um, uh, decisive on okay. you know who what qualifications we want people to do sure. I mean there are ones that it's got to be relevant to the role but mm -hmm. we're quite happy to for the you know for the team member to use whichever training provider they prefer okay. um, and um, choose the the path that most suits them and there's there's quicker ones there's ones that take a, take a bit longer it sort of depends how much time you want to invest in the studies um, as well mm. and you talked about you know why you're in funds and I guess for, again from the perspective of somebody you know looking at their options you talked about the sort of 
the pace, you know, the, um, the the volume, I guess, the size of transactions. There's there's something exciting. It sounds like there's a buzz. So, is that what it offers? What what's the the difference between going into that you know that that fund environment versus trust and company, for example? I think um, I think that's right. I think it's it, it is high energy. It's fast paced. You tend to have a much lower number of clients, but they're very high contact yeah. and they're very large. Yeah. So you're able to develop um, a much deeper client relationship if you've only got two or three um, or maybe five Mm. versus perhaps a hundred in a trust company portfolio. Mm. Um, So what that means is, I mean, our our team talk to our clients multiple times a day, sometimes multiple times an hour Mm. if there are big transactions going on. And Mm. for that reason, you get a lot of your, you're part of the client's team um, rather than being a service provider. So our our best clients see us as an extension of their own Mm. business, um, which is fantastic. Yeah, And I guess you grow with them. Yeah, that's right. So we've had, um, uh, clients since day one um, mm. who have been really successful in their in their growth and mm. um, you know if we um, if we do a good job we continue to support them we, we get all the future work and therefore yeah. we grow with them yeah. yeah and I guess then of course that relationship management element becomes even more key and I mean it looks from from where we're sat like it's a competitive industry it's very competitive um, yes um, and um, you know it for that reason, um, there's also lots of visibility to our clients on other, um, other other people that could do the same work in Jersey. So ultimately, um, we're in the service industry and um, clients pay for our services. Mm. So um, we're measured against that. Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, we we work really hard to make sure that we do we do a good job for our clients. Mm. And how do you personally stay motivated? How do I stay motivated? <laughs> um, I'm quite goal-oriented. So every yeah. year I set myself goals for the business. Mm-hmm. I also have a five-year plan for the Jersey business as well. So I, I'm not very good at looking back. I'm quite good at looking forward. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I look mm-hmm. forward quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the biggest things that motivates me is seeing the, the team develop and grow yeah. um, with the business. Um, and that's quite exciting. And I mean that you know, if you say as you say, from two thousand and five today, and and I guess even two thousand and ten, and the growth with, with Langham Hall specifically, you must have seen people, yeah, at trainee level that are now, what potentially running businesses too. Yeah, we've had we've had people stay uh, straight from university. Mm. Um, so after me, our longest serving um, team members are about nine years now. Yeah. Um, and um, one of the exciting benefits we offer at Langham Hall is a three month uh, career break nice. at, at ten years service, um, which we pay for. So there are people uh, becoming eligible for that, which is really exciting. Yeah, mm. yeah it's probably um, on the cost, isn't it? As you say, for people yep. getting that now. Um, and I, I myself took the summer off this year and um, went went travelling around the UK. Um, took a bit of a break so Lovely. and is that nice your first break in um a little i've had little breaks but yeah, that was my yeah. first, first long and um, how did you cope with that i coped all right actually yeah, i was yeah. a bit nervous about it at first yeah, but yeah. um i was uh, almost seven weeks out of the office mm. and had very little contact throughout the time Turn the emails off did you really so switch them off yeah. yeah for the first time in my career and yeah. um i've got a really good team uh, mm. in the office a uh, really good senior management team so um you know everything was 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 taken care of yeah and how, you know, as, as a person, Chris, obviously, you know, if you start something from one person, from yourself and watch it grow, how how do you adapt to letting go of control? How do you keep yourself in check in that way? Um, I think it comes down to um, apprenticeship and um, how we learn and develop collectively. So um, we, we collaborate quite a lot. We've got a, a series of uh, different committees and forums that we use to share ideas, etc., and ultimately, that is that is hard. It's hard for anybody, mm. I think, any business leader to to suddenly stop. Uh, it's not like a, 
anyone will suddenly stop caring. But actually, yeah. what we tr- what what I try to do is um, give people the opportunity to succeed by yeah. by not getting involved myself. Yeah, giving them um, the autonomy. Say, or, to, yeah, yeah give, giving people autonomy and and, and control. Mm. I'm realizing the place won't burn down. Yeah, but it must be your baby as well. You know, it's it's you know over that period of time and that sort of growth, it it, yeah. it gets personal. Surely, yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's why I was quite nervous about going away and mm. being disconnected because that was that was I thought that was going to be quite stressful for me. But, yeah, yeah. Um, I I got around that by having a um having a weekly call with um mm. uh, Oliver who's our deputy md um just to get a bit of an update on the business yeah, and for her yeah. you know um and, and that was that was all i needed yeah Brilliant. great yeah good and i mean you know talking about is there a particular highlight for you in your career um i think it's got to be connected to seeing the growth of the business mm. from uh from a one person business to where we are today and i'm excited about the next few years as well um the um, other things are the uh, we're able to. It's quite hard to start a business when you, you haven't got any people or clients to sell either. So we're through that now. We, yeah. We've been able to build our reputation to the point where we can attract some of the the best names in the business, and these are global um, global institutions using Jersey for um, for fund products or real estate or private equity products. So that's really exciting, and mm. just to just to continue to to do that um, is what I'm looking forward to. Great. I mean, you know, it would be wrong to not sort of touch on the um, the challenges we faced over the last couple of years, you know, and how that impacts personally and as a business, the uh, COVID. Yeah, um, I mean, absolutely. Um, the immediate focus was on keeping our staff safe um, mm. while enabling a working from home environment. We had a bit of a heads up as to what was going on because we've got a big office in Hong Kong. OK. Um, and everything obviously started um uh, out there a few weeks before it came this way so um, we we felt like we had a little bit of a head start okay. um, fortunately for us our systems and um, the way that we uh, work is quite geared up to working from home anyway um, so for us it was it was pretty simple um, mm. to actually just suddenly go home and, and then it was about sharing IT equipment and yeah. um, you know I went into the office a couple of days into the first lockdown and it looked like a tornado had ripped through the floor because <laughs> you know we didn't have any monitors left or yeah, chairs yeah, or keyboards yeah, or mice yeah. or things and uh, you know and that's that's what we had to do yeah um and then uh, ultimately again you know we're we're servicing clients so we had to mm. make sure that we could continue but um but keeping our staff um uh, safe and able to work was really important mm. um initially we saw a massive increase in work uh, as Did well you? like others in the finance industry because uh, panic set in yeah. you know there's there were transactions that suddenly needed to happen a bit quicker um there mm. was money that needed to be added into structures a little bit faster mm. things needed to be set up etc so all the pre-covid work uh, was accelerated which put a lot of pressure on um, on the team and on Langham Hall and I suspect across the Jersey finance industry generally. Mm. Um, that simmered down by probably Q3 last year um, and then we emerged from lockdown and um, things got a little bit more back to normal um, and um, I think we saw uh, generally a, a little bit of a slowdown in um, work coming to the Channel Islands um, after the uh, after we got through everything that was uh, pre-COVID, then you know clients weren't able to fundraise quite so easily. For example, mm. because they couldn't meet investors or they couldn't travel or mm. uh, you couldn't see a property, therefore mm. you couldn't buy a property, yeah. uh, etc. So there was there was definitely a slowdown, um, and um, that probably lasted um, until 
uh, you know, earlier this year, perhaps. Mm. Um, and, and now it seems that things are um, picking up again. Ramping and, up again. Yeah, Here we getting, go. Yeah. getting back to <laughs> getting back to normal. And for us, yeah. um, the, the, the point the point in time from now until the end of the year is usually quite hard in our mm. in our sector. Um, there's a lot that uh, people try to do before the end of the year. Mm. Um, so there's definitely um, there's definitely a fair bit going on. Um, I think one of the words I'd use to describe the last uh, 18 months is adaptable. Yeah. I think everybody has learned to adapt and to yeah. change uh, mm. everything, not just work, just uh, you know how they how they live their lives, how they communicate with yeah. family and relatives and friends and, and things like that. And, and every business has had to be adaptable as well. Yeah. Um, and I think that's there's been a lot of uh, a lot of learning. I mean, video video calling wasn't really yeah. used beforehand, <laughs> even though we all had the technology. Mm. Um, whereas now. You know, actually, we're probably getting a bit tired of it. Yeah, <laughs> we're over um, teams. Oh, um, so, Zoom, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so quite exciting. But I think, um, you know, we uh, Jersey did really, really well mm. um, in order to flip that switch and, and, and get people working from home and ultimately still uh, perform as, a, as an yeah. industry. Mm. Um, so uh, it, was, it was hard, but it was uh, challenging. Yeah. yeah, what a year. I know. And what about, you know, into the future? Is there any changes that you've seen that will remain? Um, I think, um, yeah, I think that the uh, the way that we communicate with clients, um, uh, having that video connectivity is great. Mm. Um, and I think that will help the client service provider relationships. Okay. Um, obviously, uh, everybody's looking at how we work and whether there's additional flexibility and um uh, benefits, uh, things like that, that can be rolled into mm. um, into how we operate. Um, but but ultimately, I think a, a lot of a lot of what we do will remain the same. It's yeah. it's um, it's connected to you know setting up structures and yeah. making sure that they run properly from here. Mm. So that that will always be that will always be the case. Um, now, what about that physical element? I mean, travel, for example. Historically, I imagine you know three years ago, if I'd have looked at your diary and, and your travel versus today, what's the impact and, and is that ramped up again now? Or That was the thing I found hardest, yeah. actually. Uh, the year before COVID, I took about 120 flights and then suddenly went to zero, wow. um, which was... VA are raging. Um, yeah, <laughs> Gold were. card is struggling. Uh, so uh, it, was, it was a while before travel uh, picked up again. And I've done a little bit of travel lately, nothing terribly exciting, but, mm. you know, the UK and Guernsey and... Um, you know, into Europe and things. And um, it's definitely getting back on its feet. Um, but travel is not quite as uh, exciting as perhaps it once was. Yeah. Um, every, there's a lot of forms to fill in. There's yeah, yeah, a lot of yeah. process to follow. There's generally longer queues. So I suspect the the business travel um, generally will come down. Yeah. Um, there, will always, there will always be meetings to fly to and clients to meet and, you know, prospective investors to talk to, etc. But um, I think it'll be uh, there'll be a little bit less of mm. it, and, and it'll only be where it's where it's quite important to do so. Um, and that's going to be forever, right? I expect so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I expect yeah. so. So Teams isn't going anywhere, my friends, is it? <laughs> Teams and Zoom <laughs> will be here to stay. Yeah, it, I think it will. Um, and um, we're getting, you know, the connectivity is not quite there yet either. Mm. So actually, traveling um, it's it's getting better. But to do a day trip into London is um, yeah. until recently it was quite hard to do that. Mm. Um, but um, yeah, it's all it's all coming back now. And what about on a personal level? You know, what, how how the impact of that experience was was for you from yeah, you know, taking the responsibility for for those staff and you know making sure everyone was everybody was able to function and you know trying to fudge through and do it all yourself. I mean, what's yeah? How, how was it personally? Um, quite hard. Yeah. Um, it was 
it was uh, there was a lot to think about and a lot to puzzle through. Uh, and I quite like solving problems and puzzles. And um, so it was quite rewarding in a, in a funny way. It was a, obviously a very it's a devastating thing that we all had to work through. But everybody was trying the best that they could uh, yeah. with an unprecedented um, situation mm-hmm. that, that that nobody quite knew what to do. Well, there was um, no crib sheet, wasn't there? No, no crib sheet. No guidelines, yeah. Were, yeah, yeah. guidelines were changing all the time. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, and it was really quite difficult. So quite quickly, we formed uh, a little COVID committee in the office that comprised three or four um, seniors. Uh, and, um, you know, we met sometimes twice a week to go yeah. through uh, what was... Uh, what was coming up uh, to to look at the guidelines, make sure that um, you know we were we were working um, safely and uh, yeah. you know just keeping an eye on it, you know tracking travel, tracking vaccination status, mm. tracking you know everything, um, so that we could work on rotors and um, you know all sorts of things. So and the whole well being element as as you know as an organisation that invests in trainees, at people at that earliest stage of their career, you know, who potentially are at home with their families, yep. at the kitchen table, all that sort of thing. I mean, we've seen that that sort of investment on people personally and that checking in with people has been massive. Huge. And, um, you know, we continued to recruit during the first lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, we had to get, we had to swap from meeting people face to face to meeting people, you know, via a screen and then yeah. also uh, going through an induction process without you know, when people came back to the office at the end of last year, it was the first time they'd met their teams. I mean, that's Mad, that's quite crazy. Um, but, um, you know, it, ho- hopefully that's a, a one off and we're not going to go backwards. Um, but, you know, we'll see. It could be uh, there could be tricky decisions to make across the winter as we go forward. But yeah. uh, with that developments and the the mentoring and the apprenticeship it's really quite difficult to do um remotely and yeah. in, in, and in a disconnected fashion um you know people had to schedule calls to go through queries uh etc and you, you spent all day answering teams calls whereas mm. generally in, you'd pop over to someone's desk that's right you? that's right yeah, yeah. Answer like yeah. that and mm. that's right so it, it's really important yeah. for anybody's learning and development mm. and, and career um, progression to be with the people yeah. they're working with. I, I think, think you underestimate what you pick up just from being yeah. around somebody, watching right. somebody well, lead you, and watching them right. perform and hearing, hearing them, them on the phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. And, and 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 the confidence-wise, yeah, I think I that you you build. And when someone's not there, it, it's a touch more difficult, isn't it? I, I totally agree. Mm. Um, absolutely, one hundred percent. And actually, the, the it shows a little bit with service to clients as well. You know, if mm. pe- if we're working together as a team. Um, you can generally um, it's generally more more obvious um, yeah. to a client in terms of you know how 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 well we do. But you can um, create an, a feeling as well, an emotion, can't you? A buzz, a sort yeah. of yeah. Especially as you say, when if there are massive transactions going through, etc. And so, what would your advice be? Your your sort of tips, advice for somebody who wanted to start a career in this sector? Um, I think going back to something I said before, have a look at the different areas within a funds business. Um, the skill sets required for each are quite different. Mm. So, um, and we'd be very happy um, uh, uh, to talk to anybody Great. about um, about the different areas that we have. Um, we've often had, um, you know, people start within administration and perhaps they want to do accounting or mm. compliance instead. And I think that's quite common. But there's a lot of information out there. The job descriptions are always helpful. Um, skills and background looking at each different um, career path. Um, and um, yeah, try to try to find the one that you think works best for you. Sure. Um, and then look for the look for the company that, uh, you know, perhaps has the culture that you want to, um, you know, that you want to join. Mm. And how would you define your culture? Um, I think... Um, but you know, pre-COVID, uh, if you talk to 
anybody that worked at Langham Hall, they'd say they 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 love the the team and the people that they work mm. with. Um, you know, it's high energy, it's fast paced, quite mm. a sociable bunch. Yeah. Um, through COVID, that's that's quite difficult to maintain, or was a little bit more difficult to maintain. Um, but we're coming away from that now. So. Mm. Um, we've got cultural values that tie to our objectives. Um, yeah. You know, we look for those uh, throughout the interview process and the probation process, etc. So, we try to hire um, people that we think will fit in well to um, the way that we work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and uh, the business that we've created, um, and um, uh, yeah, just continuing to to try to do that. So. Great. Um, and I guess the future is looking bright, as you said. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, growth continues. We're all back. We're all connected. Yeah, I think I I really think the funds industry within the financial service sector um, is an exciting industry to um, to be in. Um, it's not going away. Is it's it? not going away. Sure. Um, yeah. You know, there will always be uh, large amounts of institutional money that want to invest in uh, other companies via a private equity fund or, or real estate structures. And um, you know, now that the um, uh, sort of the markets reopen, if you like, and um, yeah, deal flows picked up, and uh, clients can fundraise again. Um, I think we're in for um, a quite exciting year next year. Brilliant, good. Great. Well, what can I say? Thank you, Chris. It sounds like very exciting times in the fund sector. Thanks for sharing your experience with us. My pleasure, no problem at all. And if anyone's interested in funds, you know where we are. <laughs> good luck. Thank you for listening to the Park Podcast, sharing tips, advice and general guidance surrounding the working world. 